And it was always me. There was something I was doing that was causing it. I'd always blame something outside of me, but it was actually me. And this conflict was painful. It was almost like the unconscious would let me get a certain distance towards what I wanted to create. And then it would stop and it would always find its way back to the place it always was. And this was frustrating. So let me share with you the six patterns because once you understand the patterns, then you're gonna be able to shift them, notice them, and stop finding yourself caught in that loop. To build a successful business is not that difficult. You can do it just the way you are, actually. You don't need to change you. Actually, you're fine. Welcome to the Self Made Millionaire Podcast, the home for the ambitious, outcome-driven individual who wants to leave their past behind and create their next million. If that's you, you have found your place. There are six ways that most of us uh, sabotage ourselves and our success. And for me, I was falling into the same pattern over and over and over again. In 2016, I was working up to this pattern. It was the same pattern. It repeated in so many different areas of my life, and it was frustrating. It was like there was a glass ceiling that wouldn't allow me to get to a certain level of success. Like I was able to touch it, have it for a little bit, but never hold on to it. Once I was able to see the pattern and and witness what I was trying to do and witness why it would never actually, uh, I'd never be rid of it, I was finally able to let that identity, that part of me go and easily walk towards what I wanted to create, run towards what I want to create and then hold on to it without having to break it. So a sabotage pattern works because there is a part of your identity that's competing with another part of you. And so we have a part of us, our unconscious, that wants to keep everything the same. And we have another part of us that's our self-conscious that wants things to be different and be better. And uh, and these two parts are completely in conflict. One part wants to change and do things different. The other part wants to stay the same. Now, first, you might ask, why does one part want to stay the same? Well, the unconscious is, is basically focused on safety and, and bo- focused on belonging and focused on surviving. And so the unconscious says, if I've already survived it, I don't want to change. And this was true for me. And I'm sure it's true for you is that as every time I was trying to go for something, there was like a part of me that would find myself in a different relation, a business relationship that would that would cause myself to to lose what I was trying to do, or I would make the wrong decision, or and it was always me. There was something I was doing that was causing it. And I'd always blame something outside of me, but it was actually me. And this conflict was was painful. It was almost like the the unconscious would let me get a certain distance towards what I wanted to create. And then it would stop and it would always find its way back to the place it always was. And so this was frustrating. So let me share with you the six patterns because once you understand the patterns, then you're gonna be able to shift them, notice them and stop you know, finding yourself caught in that loop. So the first pattern is a pattern of not being perfect. And so this person who's, who's stuck in this pattern is trying, instead of to create their goal, they're actually trying to be perfect. And that's really fascinating that they're trying to do things right. They're trying to not fail and they're trying to be perfect. And so what happens is as they move towards what they want to create, any sign of things going wrong or failure or criticism causes them to freeze. And they they never allow themselves to learn and grow through mistakes, like one mistake and they think their business is over. I once was coaching a, a business person and they were creating a new restaurant and uh, they just the the first place that they were going for turned out that it didn't have the right uh, you know regulations. It wasn't in the right zone or something, and that caused them to stop. It was like the smallest thing ever. And so, if someone is so attached to being perfect, they're hypercritical of themselves, and they never allow themselves just to go and create imperfectly. They actually think that the business plan is how things are supposed to go. So they're stuck in this pattern of self sabotage. They they actually would rather be perfect and seen as amazing than actually to have the success. 
They don't realize that part of the success is it's going to be messy. There's going to be mistakes. They're not going to know what to do. They're going to fail again and again and again. And they can't handle that. That's too hard. And it comes down to this this wound, this wound of that, that they actually at the base are so frightened that they might actually not be perfect, that they're trying everything to overcompensate for that that fear. The second pattern is the fear of not worthy. So this person feels they're not worthy, so they always try to do things to be worthy of their goal. And this is ridiculous, right? You can never be worthy of a billion dollars. There's no such thing as being worthy of it. You know, it's it, there's a structure, right? The, the, you must add the the value to the world and the way they want to pay for it, and then you you'll get you'll receive what it is that you you add. But but this person who believes they're not worthy. They're always trying to do good. They're always trying to help others. They're always trying to be worthy. They never just go for what they want. You know, for example, maybe they just want to make a million dollars. They actually just want that. Instead of just saying that they want that and starting a business and going and having it, they go do all these other things to try to be to try to be worthy and, and, and to be someone that's helped others. They desperately want to be needed. A lot of times they find themselves really, really, really struggling to uh, let go of people, fire people, to... Uh, you know, to be, they want to be seen as the good boss. They want to be seen as the, you know, the the good person. They they might refund someone who they probably shouldn't refund. They, and a lot of times when their clients leave them, they feel disappointed. Like, oh gosh, my clients left. They've been, they've they've gone on to something else because this person underneath doesn't feel worthy. They're so scared of not being needed by others that they try to be good, and it leads to a lot of resentment because they they go they always say to me, Chris, I've helped so many people. Uh, you know, I've, I've done lots of good stuff. Why don't I have the millions? And I'm like, well, being good doesn't necessarily mean that you get the millions, right? It's, it's not about that. Because see, the, their actual intent is that they're trying to be worthy. The third is not good enough. So this person has this underlying assumption, this pattern that they're not good enough. And so instead of just going and having a business that works, they try to be impressive. They try to do things that are impressive to other people. And this need to be impressive is what caused me to be over-invested when my business partner was killed. I was over-invested trying to be impressive. And because I was over-invested, I had no cash reserves for, you know, a very, very, very unfortunate position. But it's what caused it, right? Like, so what caused the, the big problem is I was over-invested. I was redlining because I was trying to be impressive rather than just trying to have the business, you see? It's a very big difference. So the person who thinks they're not good enough, they're always trying to show everyone how good enough they are and how capable they are and how great they are. And they're, they're performing. And and what happens is every single time that they're performing, they, they always go much further in, than they are actually able to do and try to do a lot more. This person's likely to be a big workaholic. They're not actually very likely to enjoy their success. And because they're not really enjoying it, they're trying to be impressive. So this person who is always pretending that they're not good enough and trying to be good enough has this wound that unless they achieve something really, really special, then the world won't respect them, they won't validate them. And so what happens is, is they always find themselves back to not being good enough. And this is the key, is that every single pattern will never let go of its underlying fear because that's its identity that it's trying to escape from. Think about it. The, the unconscious, if it believes it's unworthy or not good enough uh, or, or not perfect, that's its identity. If it was to then go create something that was the opposite, it would no longer know who it was. And that's very, very, very traumatic to the, uh, to the unconscious. And, and so the, the fourth one is this fear of not belonging, right? Of not being, not belonging. And, and so because they're so scared of not belonging, they, they come into the world and they look as unique as possible. 
And so they want to be unique. They want to be a special somebody. They want to be loved for their uniqueness because what they do is they realize that you, if, uh, if you reject yourself from everyone else, right, if you become completely unique, if you reject yourself, if you say, well, I'm not like anyone else, I'm completely different, I'm unique. Well, therefore, the whole fear of belonging, not belonging is you've got the power back. See, if someone else has the power to say whether you belong or don't belong, then they then that's scary to this person. So what they do is they make a preemptive strike and they they become so unique and individualized that you cannot reject it. And so you see a lot of artists like this is they're so busy being unique, right? That that uh, that they don't actually allow themselves to be successful. And so they'll never do just the boring or the mundane. They won't just do a business that just makes sense and makes a million. Instead, makes you know a million a month. Well, they won't do it. Instead, they want to be unique and creative and, and everything else other than just having the successful business. And so they sabotage themselves because any time um, they, they face rejection, uh, any time that they're not able to express their creativity and their uniqueness, and, and any time that's challenged, you know, they, they run and hide. And, and this person actually really has a big time being, you know, melancholy and very dramatic, and uh, allowing them to have deep, deep, deep feelings in the world. And so they find themselves in this this court between, you know, that, that a lot of them become the broke artist because uh, the tragic romantic searching for that special someone, trying to be special in the world, and uh, and so they they just get on this loop. So those are the first four. The fifth one, uh, the fifth pattern. It, you know, is where someone's not capable. They deep down just don't think they're capable. And so the key with all of these is there's a fear underneath it that we're trying to compensate for, okay? And this compensation is that they just don't feel capable. So they, they never feel like they have enough resources. They never have enough time. They never have enough money. And this, this one never has enough knowledge. So instead of going and building the business, they're off getting their MBA, right? And, and then, then instead of building their business, they're trying to go raise money. Instead of building their business, they're trying to get all the right relationships and, and they're never capable, right? They're always looking to, to increase capability. They don't have it. They're, so this underlies, they don't have it within them. And so every time they face a challenge, they think, well, it's because of them. They're not capable. They need more money, more time, more knowledge. And so they just keep getting more and more and more knowledge. And, and so they never actually get out there and figure stuff out themselves. They can never be a pioneer in anything because they always got to go find the resources in someone else, you know, or, or learn from someone else. And then the last one, the sixth one, is that the person actually has an underlying fear that they are nobody, that they're insignificant. And and so they don't, they kind of want a business. They don't really know. They don't want to have, they don't want to upset any of the peace. They, they feel insignificant and they're trying deep down to, to escape this feeling of insignificance through their business. They want to do something that, that helps others and is significant. But, but deep down, they just kind of feel like, yeah, I don't really know what they want. They're not really significant. And, and every time they go for something, it kind of upsets their life and their comfort. And so they always find themselves back to comfort. So these are the six patterns. And each pattern has an unconscious agenda to keep everything the same. And then a self-conscious agenda to try to change the way it is. And these two things, these two uh, agendas, they fight. So it looks like a sabotage pattern. It looks like you're fighting yourself, right? Which makes no sense. No, it looks like you're fighting yourself because one part of you is like, yeah, let's go start a business. Then the other part of you, as soon as anything that's not perfect or you're trying to be worthy or you try to be impressive and good enough or you try to be the most unique, this this starts happening. And, the, and they're not the same thing, right? And because they're not the same thing, they, they conflict each other, which leads to, leads to all sorts of chaos and always leads back to the person getting back to where they started. 
And so what we must do is we must learn to integrate this, this part of us, recode this part of us. And that's really, really important. But I'll tell you what's even more important than, than that is what I'm going to share on the very next episode. On the next episode, I'm going to be talking to you about the three things you must do when you're really starting out, when you're first choosing that you want to become a self-made millionaire. These three things are beyond important. I cannot stress how important they are. So see on the next episode where I share the three most important things when you're starting out, okay? These, these three secrets, these three keys are going to be so important. So I'll see you on the very next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm so grateful that you have. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a super conscious entrepreneur and becoming a self-made millionaire, then head over to my website where you can get a free newsletter. You can download my book, You're Not Broken or The Superconscious Path, consciouseducationcompany.com. 